0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, Welcome. It's Podcast Pete's Podcast, where I podcast Pete, talk about podcasts and podcasting and say the word podcast an awful lot. We're also giving you real podcasts practical tips that you can go away and use uh, when it comes to making, publishing, marketing and monetizing your podcast. Uh, If you've got a question about your podcast or about podcasting in general, or you just fancy a chat, uh, you can find me on Twitter at podcastpete2, or uh, you can always email therealpodcastpete at gmail.com. So this week, I want to talk about co-hosts. So when we talk about co-hosts, we mean someone who has an equal part in fronting the podcast. That's the first thing to bear in mind. If it's if you've got a podcast, it's a 50-50 split between the two of you. If you want someone to just chip in and kind of react to what you're saying, what you're after is a sidekick. And if that's the case that's what you should be asking for, or that's what the agreement should be between you and your friend. Because if you like being the centre of attention and you don't want to share the spotlight, then maybe a co-host isn't for you because it's going to be that constant battle to gain podcast supremacy between the two of you. However, Maybe this is just something that you and your friend have decided that you want to do, you want to start a podcast, then you may as well give it a go. Couple of things I need you to bear in mind, though, first, the main thing is commitment. Now, we've talked about commitment in the past. If you're starting a podcast, you need to know you're not going to get a any kind of audience until at least six months and it's six months with a fair amount of marketing out there you know getting out there telling people which we're going to talk about we'll talk a little bit more about marketing in the next episode um, but you've really got to get out there for at least six months so you need to have a conversation between you and your co-host about whether or not you are both as committed to the podcast to the same degree. Are you both ready to meet up or, you know, whether it's online or in person every Thursday to record and that one week one of you edits or next week the other one edits and the two of you put that same amount of of passion and commitment and drive into that podcast? Because if one of you is living and breathing the podcast... And the other one is kind of laid back about, oh, is it Thursday already? I'd forgotten. No, I've not really prepped my notes yet and stuff like that. That's going to bring about issues in the future. So the thing to do is have a genuine, honest conversation about your aims and goals for the podcast before you go and spend money, before you invest in any equipment at all. Also... And we, we again, we've, we've talked about this, but more so with a co-host. If you've never presented in front of a microphone together, then you definitely need to do a pilot. You need to do a dry run. Now, you don't need to buy the microphones to do this. You can just kind of pretend you can use the microphone on your laptop. It's not going to get published, so the quality doesn't matter. But it's the two of you trying to present something to no audience And that's really what speaking into a microphone is. That's what I'm doing now. Now, I've done it for 30 years as a full-time radio presenter and producer. So I'm used to talking into a microphone and getting no reaction back. But for a lot of people, it's a brand new experience and one that isn't very nice or very comfortable. So you need to sort that out. Do a pilot. Don't spend X amount of dollars or pounds, on equipment for you to not like it, and not gel together. So, if you've never presented in front of a microphone, you do need to do a pilot, and if you've got a co-host, and you've never presented anything together, then that need for a pilot, it increases tenfold. You absolutely should be doing it. You need to hear and feel how the two of you work together. Are you talking over one another? Or do you need to come up with a system so that the other one knows when to speak? And, you know, that kind of system that you've got to come up with, it's not one is the band leader and, you know, one is the band player – so when I've worked with co-hosts in the past, we've had a, we've just had a signalling system, which is generally just pointing at one another. You're recording everything, so it doesn't matter. Nobody's seeing you pointing. And if you're doing a video feed as well of your podcast, then you come up with another thing, moving your pen or just looking in their general direction or, you know, you kind of give a thumbs up or whatever. And that's the indication that your thought has finished, they can come in. And when I worked with co-hosts, both of us would be the pointer and the pointee. There was plenty of times that they would point at me, right, okay, this is when I can jump in. And at first, hey, I'll confess, it was unusual and it was a little bit difficult because I'd been used to presenting solo for 15, 20 years. But in time I got you. I just worked on it. And we did a couple of run-throughs before we actually started on air. Now, if there is two of you, the other thing that absolutely increases is the need to plan out your episode. Now, we've talked in a previous episode about the importance of planning, but the need to plan, the need to sketch out an episode again raises so much in, in multitudes when you have a co-host, because what you don't want is for the two of you to come to the episode with exactly the same thoughts, opinions, jokes, takes on whatever the podcast is going to be about. Now, you may be listening to this now and thinking, do you know what, me and my co-host, we get on great We don't need any of this. We don't need... Well, and if that's the case, fantastic. Genuinely, I'm really pleased for you because it isn't easy to find that you fit into that groove. Because I can tell you this as well, also from bitter experience, if you're not getting on, the listeners will pick up on it, and it affects their listening experience, And if they feel there's a bit of tension between the two of you, they'll happily go and listen to that other podcast about the subject you're podcasting about, where the hosts get on fine. So the listeners will pick up on it, and they just won't come back. Now, I'm not just talking about... When I say not getting on, I'm not talking about the fact that you'll be openly hostile to one another or you're arguing all the time. I'm talking about things like passive-aggressive speech, being overly bantery with them, um, but you're kind of putting them down and chipping away at them. It's a little bit more subtle, but listeners will still pick up on it. Maybe not even consciously, but they will pick up on it. And they will go somewhere else. So, And so you need to bear this in mind. If and again, I'm not saying you have to be kind of hugging and, oh, you know, we're so incredibly close and, you know, this is the the sister I've always wanted, or anything like that. You've just got to get on and, you know, at times agree to disagree. You've got to, you know, understand what each other's strengths and weaknesses are when it comes to putting the podcast together. Because if if there isn't that chemistry going on, the listeners don't tend to stick around for it. And this kind of leads on, really, to the the final point for today. And this goes for whether you've got a co-host, whether you're presenting on your own, whether it's a, a panel podcast, whether it's a crafted podcast, whatever it is, be honest with the listeners. Don't mislead them or don't not tell them things that... They should probably know. So, for instance, if you've made the decision to change frequency from weekly to fortnightly because of maybe what's happening outside in the real world, maybe because of the the, the content of the podcast, you just aren't able to get it together in time, tell the listeners... Be honest, and you don't have to kind of go on and go. Hey, just to let you know, I'm really bad at this, so we're just going to move to fortnightly. You can you can be honest and say, do you know? And you know, we've been trying to get the the content together, and it's just not quite come about in the way that I hope. So we're just going to shift to fortnightly episodes. So the next episode is going to be in in two weeks rather than next week. Tell the listeners if one of the hosts is leaving. Tell the listeners. And if it's not a particularly friendly departure, the listeners don't necessarily need to know that. And there's no need for that final episode with both of you to be some kind of free-for-all. All you do is just inform the listener as to how things will be different in the next episode. I've said before, listeners like spontaneity, but they don't like surprises. They like to feel that they have a level of control in what they're listening to, and that there is a level of predictability. You know, they want to know that it's the same people every time. So, for instance, if you tuned in to, say, the Joe Rogan podcast, for instance, one week and it was Joe and another host and it suddenly became a co-hosted podcast, you'd have some questions about that. And and if you never mentioned it before, if you would never brought it up in any way, you would feel that would feel odd it would feel jarring a little bit whereas if he'd said hey just to let you know next couple of episodes i'm gonna have a co-hosting with us um you know we're gonna do things or if he'd said i'm gonna be away so we've got a guest house coming in that's fine you're made aware you know and you have that choice then to make the decision of do i listen or do i not listen and that you know that that goes for your podcast as well if you're going to be absent for an episode. So if it's just going to be your co-host on their own, or if they're going to be absent for an episode and it's just you on your own, explain it. Tell the listener what's going on, because that way they trust you. And when they trust you, they bond with you. And that bonding with you as a person, not just the podcast, but with you as a person, that's the beginning of turning a casual listener into a fan of the podcast. Okay, that's all for this episode. Uh, in the meantime, you can get in touch on Twitter at PodcastPete2 or on email, um, you can email the pete at gmail.com. Don't forget um, to let me know, tag me if you're launching a new podcast. I will share the crap right out of it uh, and get it out there as well. For the meantime, though, happy podcasting and I'll see you... Next time, this has been a Monkey Pants Productions podcast.